Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Dramasology Podcast. In this episode, I thought I would just do a quick review of Agency, which is a drama that's currently airing on JTBC. I'm enjoying it so much that I felt like I had to do a quick review of the first eight episodes. Because I almost missed it, I just decided to like watch it on a whim and I am obsessed. <laughs> I am like truly obsessed. Ibo Young is a fantastic actress. She's always been um, and this drama just proves it again. So what is this drama about? According to Wikipedia, the series follows the story of Goain, played by Ibo Young, who becomes the first female executive member of a large advertising agency. Honestly, when I first saw the poster for this drama, I just kind of like brushed it aside. Because I guess it's not airing on any major like streaming platform. It's not on Netflix, it's not on View, Disney or any of the like foreign streaming platforms. It's only airing on JCBC. So it's typically slow to be subbed, right? Because I think it's done by fan subbing rather than, you know, Netflix or one of the big ones, right? So views and comments, like there's very little hype about it, right? Also because there was just no marketing for this. I don't know why, because this drama is fantastic. Like, oh my gosh, it's it's amazing. It's going so well that I am so sad that they did not decide to like air this on one of the major big platforms. Like, if this was on Netflix or one of the other ones, this would be doing so much better. But I guess it's fine. It's doing really, really well in Korea. I think it eat like double digits in Korea, which is very good for cable, right? And so it's doing well. And it's not a fail or anything. So I'm very glad for that because it deserves all the traction it's getting. It's very, very good. It's a very good drama. So yeah, the drama follows Goai in who is our female lead, right? And it's played by Ibo Young, who uh, I have to say, like I, I she's very, very beautiful. Like I watched her in I Can Hear Your Voice like years ago, right? Um and she's back again and she doesn't look any different. She even looks, I think, more beautiful and like her face is very perfect. There was a, there's a little too much skin smoothening in this drama, but even still, like, she's very beautiful. I can't, like, wow. <laughs> like, I'm always taken aback by her when I see her on screen. And she's so good at acting that she's very, very charismatic in this role. And she's she's always been good at playing, like, a cold character, like a cold female lead, right? In My Daughter So Young, she was kind of like this. In I Can Hear Your Voice, she was like this. Even in Mother... She was kind of like this. Like, she has this cold vibe to her, regardless of what she's playing. And so, in a way, she's typecasted as that, but it's a good typecast to have, right? So, she was the perfect casting for this drama. Very, very good. And it was actually her that I was like, okay. At some point, I kept going past the poster on, like, dramas I can watch, right? I kept going past it because the poster is not very interesting. But I was just like, you know what? Like, Ibo Young is... Evil Young, like you have to watch our drama. So I was like, okay, I'll just watch like the first episode. I probably won't like it, but I'll just give it a shot because it's like a fantastic actress that's in this. And I click on the first episode, and oh my god, <laughs> I watched all eight episodes like in one sitting. It was that good. So guys, like if you've not seen this, you need to check it out, please. One thing I really liked about this drama, like I mentioned, is her character. Right, she's a very strong female lead. And when I say strong female lead, I don't mean like a fake strong female lead. No, I mean she's legit vicious and very, very smart. She plans ahead and she knows how to protect herself at any time, right? For those who have not seen this drama, spoiler alert, I do actually talk about things that are going on in the drama, right? So 
Like, if you've not seen it yet, maybe click up and come back and, you know, listen to this after you watch the first at least eight episodes. Because this episode is going to cover at least that much. So, back to what I was saying. When she's finally made chief creative officer, right, she's very happy. And for us, the audience, we can kind of tell that her happiness is going to be short-lived. Like, you can kind of sense in the background because our boss has a look to him. Like, he, this is planned, right? Because they're trying to make room for the daughter of the head of the company, right? Of the group. So, she figures this out, right? At some point, right? But again, Ibo Young's character, Guain is not one to give up, right? And she's willing to prove her worth to the company and fight for her place at the company. And I, I love that about her, that even when she's up against so much, she holds her own, right? They can't get rid of her as easily as they thought, right? And they have to kind of walk around her half the time. I love that. And it's a shame that, like, the sexism that's just in this drama is, is ridiculous, bonkers. Like, I don't know how this is okay, right? And Ibo Young is one that she's willing to take on this sexism and fight it, right? To get what she wants. At the detriment of her own health, because we see that she's very dependent on her drugs right she's dependent on her prescription drugs it's sad because the one thing i really hated about her character for how much i loved it is that she disobeyed her doctor so many times like it's she's the kind of friend that will get a psychiatrist friend in trouble because she's going to end up one day in the er and they're going to have to pump her stomach because she has so much drugs in it because she keeps doing opposite of what her friend tells her the one thing that really pissed me off was a scene after her friend decides to trust her one last time and she tells her do not use this drug with alcohol and then we see her in her office and she's doing the exact thing that her friend has told her not to do and that scene was it pissed me off so much like it, it actually made my blood boil i was really angry when i saw that because I can't tell why she's doing all that, right? Like, I know she has, like, demons of the past. But unfortunately, this drama has not done a good job of making me feel too sympathetic about her past, right? And so maybe I'll, like, when we know more, I'll be like, okay, it makes sense that she's, you know, killing herself slowly. But for now, it seems very stupid for somebody that's as smart as she is. Because one day, at a very critical moment, I feel like in one of the episodes to come, she's going to, you know, faint. Like, she's going to literally collapse at a very critical moment like maybe when she's about to give a presentation right and so i am very scared about that because everything she's worked for i feel like she's going to mess it up at some point and so that that pisses me off about her character but other than that she's amazing right and i like that she's kind of built a team that she can trust right especially her assistant like i guess it's not assistant but you know, he's the guy that is right underneath her. So, you know, they always talk about having a line in the sense that everybody that comes into the company belongs to a line because it depends on who hires you and, you know, who, I guess, recommended you into the company in some way that, you know, you belong to their line, right? I hear that even for, like, actors and comedians, they say that, right? They say, like, Kango Dong and Isungi. For those who watch Korean variety shows and comedy, you know that Kango Dong and Isungi are considered the same line, right? UJ Sok is in a different line, right? And he has his own people. So it's that same thing. And so she has this kind of assistant, not assistant, but this creative officer that's underneath her that is played by Lee chang And I, I have to say, I love this actor because he was in Record of Youth and one spring night and i remember liking him a lot in one spring night because i don't know he's a really good actor that he pulls off that role of 
somebody that's kind of mysterious he has a way of acting in a very mysterious way that like pulls me in right and so even in this drama right he has a charismatic way of looking his personality shines true in the way he acts right and so i really like the way he smells the way he talks to people the way he talks to guain right because it seems like he does not exist just to be like a foil i like that when they can write characters like that because it makes the story even richer and so i love his acting i've always liked it even in record of youth even though he's kind of the villain in record of it i still like it because again they give him very good depth it plays roles with good depth and so in this drama he does the same thing he's not happy with guayan's choice half of the time right but he supports her because i guess he respects her right he respects her enough to know that she will make the right decisions right and so even though he is not sure half the time he's willing to go along with her because he is truly loyal and you know he truly trusts her right and so i like his character his character is very well written right then i have to say i really like the character of kangana right played by son Hound because she's a very interesting girl and that's the thing about this drama it, it wasn't going the way i thought it would go it had more family elements than i thought it would in the sense that we see kangana's dad we see kangana's grandfather right we see a lot of people around and so this drama is part workplace setting but also has the element of like family embedded in it right so kangana's character is very interesting because she's very smart right if she had grown up in the same way Goain is right she's kind of a fun to go in in that sense that if she had grown up in the way going is they would resemble each other way more right and i have to say more so than kangana i really like her assistant played by anjun who he's our assistant i guess in a sense and i don't know how like they never tell us how they met or how they became what they are they drop us in the moment where he's already our assistant but i would have loved to see how they met and like how he was kind of attached to her because he's very interesting as a side character because He's so smart, right? He's easily one of the smartest in this drama. And the fact that he's willing to bring himself down to the level of Kangana, right? Without any malice is very interesting to me, right? In the sense that they seem almost like a couple of friends, right? So even though there's a contract of like the worker and the boss, right? He has a way of talking to her and speaking to her very nicely and... I want to say fatherly, but that that makes it weird because I know most likely they will have a thing, right? They've already entered at it. But anyway, he has that way of being with her that their chemistry is just amazing, right? He's never shocked by anything she says and it makes their dynamic interesting because it doesn't seem like a boss and worker kind of relationship, right? It seems like more, but we, like it's weird because it's not more, right? And so that's what makes that, that, you know, dynamic very interesting, right? He's very loyal to Kangana. Oh, I mean, it seems like he's loyal to Kangana at the moment. But I can tell there's tension there in a way. Like, they've not revealed more about it because his character is kind of mysterious in a way. But I think he's definitely on her side. And I think he's always going to be there with her. Like, definitely, there's something there that... I don't know. It just seems like there's something there, right? And I think even if they got together, it's the kind of relationship that... I don't even think her dad or her grandfather especially her grandfather because he's like the patriarch i don't think he's going to mind because again i think they can all tell <laughs> that those two work well together right i feel like i'm not the only one that can see that 
but I, I might be. But again, there's something about him that he has no inferiority complex, right? And so he's able to relate with Kangana. And so that's why I like watching his character. It's very interesting and I, I look forward to seeing more of him. Honestly, he's amazing. And I would actually like to see a drama like that in future in the sense that there is that division, right? That difference in rank between the male lead and the female lead where the male lead is lesser but they have this kind of camaraderie and rapport going on that makes it very interesting i I don't think i've seen a drama that's quite like this that portrays that quite like this and i hope we do in future because it's a very good dynamic that they are showing us in this drama with those two right so i look forward to seeing more of them i also have to say that i'm actually very glad that this drama has very little romance actually it has none (laughs) right save that like kangana and her assistant but honestly like the female there i don't think they are going to give her a love line anytime soon right i know there's like a guy in the other company that they did advertisements for that kind of likes her but obviously it's not like a thing in this drama and i like that about this drama it's really focused on business and like working and like the office setting right there's nothing else right and you have to kind of just deal with that and i i am glad for that i am actually i think i am liking dramas without romance more these days maybe i have gotten tired of romance you know to some extent that i actually don't miss it like there's no romance and i'm kind of fine with it like i am okay with it so i like that about this drama no romance still very good right in fact that's what makes it even good like that's what makes the drama shine the fact that there's no romance so you know, I'm glad for it. I'm very sad because, you know, not a lot of people are watching this drama because, you know, it it has no publicity. And that's a shame because I feel like everybody should be watching this drama. And I feel like on my drama list, this should be an easy nine, right? Because again, it's really, really good. And I'm so excited to keep watching this drama, right? I don't want this to end anytime soon. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed this drama. And if you've not seen it, please go check it out. Seriously, guys, you have to check it out. Yibo Young's performance in this is too fantastic for you not to be watching this, right? She's so good in this. So, you guys, check it out, please. <laughs> yeah, and so, yeah, that's my review of Agency episodes 1 to 8. Thank you guys so much for listening. Bye.